Okay, we are live. Uh, welcome to another episode of Josh's Daily Brew. It's good to have you here. You know when you were a kid and you hated the fact, like repelled at the idea of eating your vegetables, there is probably a very good reason for that. <laughs> um, they it's probably your body as a kid that's telling you that vegetables are not needed for nutrition or human consumption. In fact, I'd go as far as to say vegetables should not fit into an optimal human diet. And for most, that's probably the most uh, counterintuitive diet-related statement you've ever heard because as far as we've been told, um, low fat is the way to go, um, although that paradigm now is changing very fast. But um, eat your veggies, um, eat your fruits, eat minimal amounts of meat, um, cut your fat back. Uh, all of these things is what you know. Experts have told us how to eat an optimal human diet, um, and in fact, recently Harvard actually released their like. I don't know if it's an annual thing, but their idea of what a plate of food should look like. And um, I'll try and get the image for you, but basically half of your plate should be veggies. And then they break up some ridiculous number of um, proportions of food, whereas meat is almost the same as sugars and carbohydrates, which is absolutely nuts. It's just, it's just obscenely invalidated um, and not based on actual N equals one human studies. Because if you see the transformational effects that people have had on low carb diets or keto diets or carnivore diets, I'm a big fan of them all, by the way. I'm a big fan of any diet that's gonna take you out of being in a default human state where you are not in control to a transformative way of living, one that affects your relationships, affects your spirituality, affects everything in your life. I'm a big fan of that. And I'm not here to tell you what to eat or what to believe or what to do. I'm just here um, to partake and expose what I believe to be some fundamental human truths in uh, nutrition, which, af which affects everything else. But the basic premise is that we eat way too much carbohydrates, like way too much in general. Um, especially processed carbohydrates and seed oils. I mean, that's the big thing now is that um, seed oils that a lot of people cook in, hot, healthy seed oils, are not very stable at high temperatures. So we cook them and they're processed uh, to get them into that liquid form. And, and that just destabilizes the whole process um, of the compounds, you know, not to mention a whole host of other things that affect your hormones and things like that. Um, and this is important stuff because... Uh, what you eat is a big part of your life um, and it's so important. But back to my point is that if something doesn't taste good, don't fucking eat it. There is a, a premise, but there is something that I would say to that is that <laughs> processed carbohydrates do not count. They do not count because they are literally designed to be eaten at a supply rate and an overabundance that the human brain can't keep up with and hence why we get food addiction and a big part of my work is recovering from food addiction because the fact of the matter is is that i was 
the biggest feud addicts. And if you want to go read more, I'll link my blog and stuff below. You can go look at that. I don't want to get too much into it. But basically, I lost um, over 80 pounds, um, 30 kilograms for those that are the side of the world. And that changed my life. It changed my life. It, 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 it showed me the power of transformation and showed me the power of change. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. And I mean, you know, I'm no different. There's, there's lots of people out there, gurus and weight loss experts and things like that. Um, I'm just very aware and passionate of bringing the spirituality side into, you know, these um, diets so that we can live harmoniously because I don't think um, the one can live without the other. And I, But I firmly believe that healing your body, first and foremost, is like the first step you take to healing your soul, your spirit, everything else. Um, it's so important that you have a good foundation to work with. Um, and let me know if you agree with that. Some people might not agree with that. So let me know if you do agree or disagree with that. Um, but being a kid and not wanting to eat your vegetables, um, like there's a, there's a, there's a surefire sign that, you know, vegetables, I'm no expert and I'll link people below. Like Kevin Stocky wrote a very good article on the health dangers of a plant-based diet, but vegetables in general have like an obscene amount of defense mechanisms and oxalates and things that affect your hormones because they don't want to be eaten. They, Animals can run away, um, plants cannot. So their way of defending themselves from being overeaten by, you know, predators from the ground, humans, anything, is they have um, things that affect the way you think, the things that affect the way you feel and hormones and things. So that response as a kid who not wanting to eat vegetables was more than likely you actually listening to yourself and not listening to your parents' bullshit propagandas why you should eat these things. So your gut was literally telling you as a kid, this thing does not taste good. I'm not eating this. Um, and that's a very normal response to have. Plain old broccoli, sif. Plain old kale, no. Um, no, I can't even think about eating that right now. But there's a reason why they don't taste good and they don't want to be eaten, believe it or not. They're not sitting there with big signs on their kale-like necks going, I've got this amount of anti-nutrients or nutrients, please eat me, you know. They're not doing that. They actually don't want to be eaten. They they want to live and survive and thrive. And the way to do that is to reproduce. And the way to reproduce is not to be overeaten. So there's some very important fundamental things in uh, nutrition here that we that we are ignoring, but it's coming to light. Uh, definitely, it's coming to light. But there's still a big job. There's a big job to be done um, in the in the light of awareness. Because I always forget that I live in my own echo chamber, especially on social media. I'm with my carnivore tribe, you know, we confirm each other's biases all the time, but there is just a slew of people out there that just don't know that simple tweaks to their lifestyle, like diets, can change their life, like, rapidly, like, take, it'll, it'll literally take your life on another trajectory, and again, that's why we have so much self-proclaimed diet gurus on Instagram, is because it does change your life, but again, like the person who goes and takes too much acid and becomes the self-proclaimed shaman, we shouldn't become self-proclaimed experts in diet just because we have lost weight and transformed. And I'm the first one to admit that I've fallen into to, into this trap a number of times, and I feel like it's my right now to get out of that trap. But that doesn't it doesn't dispel the fact that there's simple laws and 
fundamental things that we need to acknowledge um, in the human physiology and diets and things like that. And the, and again, I must go back, like the low carbohydrate approach seems to work best um, for most people. And this is not if you're an athlete or anything, um, you know, there's different things. And maybe let me know, I might speak about my diets and how it's evolved over the time. Um, I'm not fully carnivore now. I do have a bit of honey and uh, dairy at night um, because I do a lot of CrossFit. So I do enjoy, or not enjoy it, I do enjoy it, but I like to have some carbs in my system to give me that extra boost in performance. But that's not to say everyone should do that. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, dairy and honey is like the two demigods or the two demons that you should avoid wholeheartedly. But once you get to a, a, a state where you are fat adapted, your insulin is low, mine is 1.6, um, my cholesterol is so high, you won't even believe me, I'll get into that another time. Um, and there's other things at play, but the point is, is that we just need to understand that listening to our gut is the most important thing. So if something doesn't taste good, don't fucking eat it. And fruit, on the other hand, is more natural. So fruit does taste good and it does want to be eaten because the seeds, they want you to disperse their seeds. So it wants you to eat them. Unfortunately, not all fruit is good for you. And again, if your goal is weight loss, fructose is like, no, no go. Don't go there. Um, but again, it depends on your goals. But I would say definitely fruit is the most natural form of a carbohydrate that we are designed to eat. And uh, there's a lot of controversy as to whether we need it or not. And uh, I'm definitely not sure to dispel any of that because I don't have enough knowledge for that. But if you do, please let me know. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I love this topic. It makes up a huge portion of my work. And uh, if you did enjoy this, please subscribe, like, comment. It really does go a long way. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers for now. Mm-hmm.